I will have you put your predictions in now. What do you think the most fun city in America is? Okay. On Friday, you know, we review the news with my dad. And uh, he'll be on in just a couple of seconds, Jimmy Mack. Maybe we'll play the song. Maybe he won't. I don't know. My dad plays a theme song typically, but last week he didn't. So I don't know if it's going to come or not. Uh, but one thing we're going to take on today is uh, the most fun city in America. Let's see if you can guess it on today's show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Oh, Friday. Friday show. Thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate it. Uh, we are a podcast that is based on three principles. It's live, laugh, love your mom. And if you haven't recommended our podcast to anybody and you enjoy it, that'd be awesome. If you just want to text it to somebody real quick and be like, oh my gosh, this is a fun podcast to listen to. Um, that'd be awesome. So thanks for being here. We, uh, I'm Steve Kramer, as said earlier, and this is my co-host, my mom, Nancy Yancey. Did I say what our podcast meant? I don't remember. I'm tired. Uh, live, laugh, love your mom. Live our lives out loud. Laugh a lot and love my mom. My co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Okay, so this basement situation is getting a little out of control. As you know, if you've been listening to the podcast, I feel like I am the uh, black sheep of the family <laughs> because I'm always given the worst of things that we've confirmed by um, previous conversations on the show. I'm always if there's if there's three mattresses if there's two mattresses in the house they're gonna go to my brother and my sister and then I'll get the air mattress. <laughs> you are if so bad. If it wasn't for my protesting, that's how it would be. I have mm. to literally fight for just some attention of the Yancey family, but it's okay. <laughs> so you know that uh, my mom we we've been debating because my brother literally uh, in my parents' house has this upstairs master suite like it's literally the same size as my parents' bedroom, and apparently that's his bedroom for some reason. My sister has like a fully decorated. Um, bathroom connected side of the house, beautiful room, uh, queen bed, uh, pictures of her posted everywhere. It's up there, right? It's, that's her bedroom. Uh-huh. And then my bedroom, my designated room that I sleep in when I stay there apparently is in the basement uh-huh. and uh, it's, uh, it's in shambles down there. There's nothing that actually <laughs> signifies as my room. It's just an extra room that I don't think that that room is finished. Is it? I think it's just a bunch of two by fours and, uh, no <laughs> yeah, drywall. It's not. <laughs> it's a, con- it's a concrete is floor. Not. You it's stop a concrete it. floor, and <laughs> just the, the the room's not finished. You know, so I just, I just liar, rats liar, liar, liar. Where are you going with this <laughs> nonsense? So, my mom said that she was going to be fixing it up for me, right? Because she really wanted to make it nice because I, I said that I feel like I never get the nice things mm-hmm. in the Yancey family. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, she, you know, the last week or so, she's been bragging about she's been cleaning it up and everything. But apparently now there's a gas leak in the basement. <laughs> but that's not going to deter uh, anyone from keeping me out of the basement come the holidays. I'm not even sure if that's safe. Uh, but apparently my safety is of no concern to anyone inside the Yancey family. What is happening over here? Well, you'll be happy to know that I thought I smell gas downstairs. And so we had the gas company come yesterday. There is no gas leak. So I'm just losing my mind. Jim said he never smelled gas. I thought I so did. did we, they- think the, we think the smell was where they... My, um, my head my head lies at night on a, <laughs> on, a, on a cinder block. Well, there is a bathroom between <laughs> you. <laughs> on a cinder block, and I use a tarp as a cover. Yeah, right. Yeah. So wait, so is there a gas leak or there's not a gas leak in the basement now? No, there is not. There For sure. Was. Like you brought you brought like people in there. The and gas like company. It. Our gas company came yesterday. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And and everything's everything's, everything's legit fine. and safe and, for a, a yes. human to to live yes. their life down there I without having any I kind of concern. I think what I smelled is when they put in the new hot water heater, they had to you know solder the pipes. I mm-hmm. think I may have smelled that. Mm, okay, well it's a little concerning, but uh, very <laughs> on on brand for the Yancey family when it comes to my safety. Um, now, you'll be happy to know that it's been totally checked out and cleared. So um, I, I've always been really paranoid about gas too. I'll tell you when I – before I – because I'll swear on this to the day I die. Gluten makes me absolutely crazy. It makes my OCD really bad and it makes my anxiety mm-hmm. bad. And everything's mm-hmm. crazy for saying that, but I swear to you. I can feel it the second I eat it. Mm-hmm. So um, I uh, – back when I was eating gluten, which that sounds like the most privileged white person thing I've ever said. <laughs> oh, back when I was eating gluten, back in my gluten days <laughs> – Back in my gluten days, before I changed my ways. Um, back in my gluten days. <laughs> like, has anyone ever said that phrase before? <laughs> back in my so. gluten days. I've never heard it. Like, what? It's a Kramer original. Yeah. Back in my gluten days. We can start uh, talking about your pre-gluten and pro-gluten life. Pre and pre and post. So this oh, is pre, pre and post, yeah. Yeah, this is this is uh, pre pre gluten free days. Yes. Um, and this sounds like it's gonna be really boring. I swear to you, like I used to be super OCD and anxious about everything. And one thing that I would be like like freakishly weird about would be gas leaks. And I'm not sure what it was, but I swear to y'all, when I when we moved into our our new house, my ex wife and I moved into our new house, we actually did have a gas leak. Uh, mm. once. And so we did have to call them out and they had to like fix it. And like that, that was that. Right. And actually mm-hmm. it wasn't even a leak. They had just, they had left like something open. It wasn't like the pipes were leaking or anything. They just like left the, uh, I guess they had the, the gas turned off on the street and they turned it on. They didn't realize that the one for the dryer was open or something. Right. Oh. But I was like constantly paranoid. And I swear to you, for the rest of my time in the house, it always smelled a gas leak so much. I had to call the emergency gas hotline four different times. No way. In San for them Diego to come out there. Yeah. No, in San Diego yeah. okay. for them to come out there and test it just to make sure wow. like the gas wasn't leaking. So now that you put this idea in my head, you're lucky that I, this is a uh, post gluten free. <laughs> Yes. Because I swear to you, we'd be, I'd be like having a meltdown <laughs> over here. I wouldn't be able to sleep in my tattered. Uh, my parents wouldn't let me wear. I have to wear a burlap sack for some reason when I'm at home. It's not even real clothes. <laughs> <laughs> they all they all wear tuxedos and fine dresses. <laughs> you are so crazy. Uh, boy. Oh my um, gosh! All right, we're doing um, Christmas memories. <laughs> And um, no, I'm almost yeah. afraid now. <laughs> I remember one time my parents gave me a cigar box with some buttons in it. Buttons oh, left over from there. Fine clothing. Coal. Yeah. So this is it's my only holiday memory I have. That's the only holiday I ever got. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing holiday memories this week on the show. And this is where we're just in. It's kind of fun to rem- reminisce about like your childhood like holidays, at least, I don't know. I hope that all of yours were like have, have positive memories. Mine always were ex- extremely positive. My parents worked really hard to make sure I had some really good holiday memories. And I told you today to uh, mom today, I'm going to bring my absolute favorite Christmas memory of all time to the podcast. What do you think this is? Can you think of any Christmas time that I was literally the happiest I've probably been in my whole entire life? Yes. I think it's when we got our computer. Nope. Close. Nope. You're close. When you got your first Nintendo. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, what year was that, you think? Oh, Lord. I don't know. When did they come out? 
I, I mean, it wasn't. You they came out like, been, like late eighties, but uh, yeah, you must have been what five, six? No, I was I was probably eight or nine. I would assume, right? No, no, I don't, I don't know. know. But I was, it was, I was right a kid. after I was, they first, right after they came out. Whenever that five, was, five and ten. Okay, so okay. I yeah. um. I, and I have this, I swear to you, if one of you has time to deep dive today, you can scroll back on my Instagram. This would have been, I remember I posted this back when I was in Phoenix. So sometime between 2013 and 2015 on my Instagram, I posted a video uh, from my parents' house of me getting my very first Nintendo. So most of my, I, I do remember, but a lot of my memory will come from actually watching this video. Uh-huh. And I, I opened this video and literally, y'all, <laughs> I lost my mind like i absolutely 110 percent lost my mind the most high-pitched scream you probably ever heard out of a little boy in his whole entire life i was just like hey my god because i had a, like a really thick southern accent i was like hey my god on nintendo and like the, the and you couldn't last stop like, and you were you were dancing around jumping up and down your hands were flying everywhere i was so I excited that. i was so, so freaking excited excited to get my very first nintendo and i swear mm-hmm. to you like that excitement has never left my body it's <laughs> never left my body i don't know if you follow me on instagram or not but i um when i was up in new york they have the nintendo like headquarters store or something like that it's like yeah, their, their new york store that. and i walking in there i didn't get to go the first day because it was it was too crowded and I was the only person that wanted to go to the Nintendo store. So they were like, no. Uh, so I went to uh, Monday. I went back just to see what the line was like. And it was, there was nobody there. So I was able to go inside and I don't know what it is, but I swear to you, that was the most exciting moment in my life. And still like to this day, anything Nintendo will still get me like super happy. Like I'm, I'm almost 40 years old and like I can't tell you how many Nintendo games I probably own probably 30 40 50 and I've uh-huh. only probably played a handful of them but uh-huh. still the act of getting a new Nintendo game still brings back that same excitement it's funny how like that happens right that nostalgia happens mm-hmm. we're like like let's talk about Disney adults for a minute I, I, I don't quite get it. Like going to Disney really gives me anxiety because there's so many freaking people. And like, it's just not for me anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Disney adults, like y'all love that. And it will still bring back those same memories from childhood, you know, that really evoke that emotion mm-hmm. from you when you were a kid. Nintendo is the same way for me. It's the absolute same thing for me. I'll get so freaking excited. Mm-hmm. So I was in this Nintendo store, right? And like, I didn't buy anything, but like just being around like the giant characters they had in there, you know, <laughs> the, the little, little sculptures they had. Uh, I don't know. It will always be such a fond memory. And it's funny because it all started that one Christmas mm-hmm. that uh, my parents gave me my very first Nintendo. And I swear to you, like I'll never have more excitement than mm-hmm. I did on that day. So thank you for that. I should say thank you for giving me. You always, oh, you're you guys, welcome. You guys always really did spend a lot of time on the holidays. And we you always did. made them very special. And I'm, we I did. Uh, now, now I live in a basement, but um, back then <laughs> I used to really be treated with respect. And no, but you guys, you really did. Um, you put a lot of time and effort into that. I don't, I don't yes. know if like, you know, I don't know if we, if we do that enough. I don't know if we ever t- go back and thank our, now that you are, have kids, most likely, I would say probably 80% of the people listening to this podcast have kids. Mm-hmm. And you know how, like what a pain in the ass it is to get it together, you know, mm-hmm. and for Santa to come. Uh, so... You ever take the time to like stop and thank your parents for making those memories so special? If you did, again, like I know holidays are different for everyone, so they weren't the greatest memories. I don't mean to upset anybody, but right. um, you know, I 
for me, I, I think I owe you and dad a big thank you for mm-hmm. always making those memories super special. It's fun now to look back over this week and kind of reminisce with these things, you know? Well, it was fun for us too. Yeah. Love now you get to sleep in. Nobody's waking up early on. I mean, I'm still waking up early. I know. Now, now I'm the first one awake. You know, I'm going, oh, do we have to get up yet? Yeah. It's really, I mean, there's really not much in Christmas for you when you're an adult with no kids. You know, like yeah. there's not really much in the day for me. That's, That's true. why. So, you know, I'll be in San Diego, which by the way, I'm still, hopefully Monday, you know, I've just been so friggin' busy. I've had no time to like sit down and plan anything out. I'm hoping that Monday, <laughs> I'll have information about a, a meetup. If anybody's still available to meet up really quick uh, while I'm there, because I'll be in San Diego on next Saturday, a week from tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll be there through, I'm actually flying back on Christmas day, uh, sorry, Christmas Eve. And I'm not going to get into Atlanta until about eight o'clock on Christmas Eve. And I felt kind of weird about that at first. Cause I was like, eh, you know, it feels kind of strange to not spend Christmas Eve with a family. But then I'm like, I mean, what's why? Like, what's it, it's it's significantly <laughs> cheaper to fly on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. and it's um like what like what what why like what we can we can celebrate it, I you know we're fine the next, we're good yeah the next five days yeah I'll literally be, be in here. Atlanta for about five days great. so yeah uh, anyway that's uh that's our Christmas memories for the week and hopefully it's been fun for you to think mm-hmm. back on some of yours as well. All right. Since it's Friday, we'll do a little victories. And if you weren't here yesterday, we were talking about how we – little victory. People say they have on average about four little victories. I think they called them, what, small wins? Uh-huh. Survey said small wins, but we call them little victories on the show. And so what we ask for you to do on Friday, this is just for you, and we can put it on the certified fans page as well, is to um, uh, think about something that like you won this week. And nothing big, no new jobs, no new babies, no new houses, not a lot of little victories that you won over the week. Could be something as simple as finding money in your pocket. Uh, You could have had somebody buy you a coffee or vice versa. You know, just little ideas I'm thinking of over here. So, Mom, we'll have you start with your little victory for the week. Okay. Uh, We had one last thing hanging over our head from Maggie's wedding, and that was that we had – some sparklers that we decided not to use for the going away um, event, and I couldn't return them. So this weekend, Maggie was at another wedding, and she was talking to a bride-to-be, and the bride-to-be mentioned that her sparklers weren't going to get here in time. So the good news is that today, her wedding planner picked up our sparklers and paid me for them. Oh, wow, that's really good. That's really good. So, How much yeah. did the sparklers cost you? $200. How much you sell them for? $200. Oh, well, that's awesome. So you didn't lose any yeah. money on that. No, no. Well, like actually, is- actually, I didn't lose money. Actually, that's that's not true. They were $246, oh. but she only wanted a portion of them. Uh-huh. Um, and I was like, no, I'm going to give you the whole thing. And because like, what, what will am I, I do, do with, with twenty them, right? sparklers? Yeah. yeah. So she paid two hundred dollars instead of two fifty. So that's, I'm happy. Yeah, that's good. Everybody kind of wins, but at least you get two hundred bucks out of it. That is cool. Yeah. That's, that's probably probably yeah. a bigger victory than little, but that's uh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna save my little victory for the second part of the show with my dad because I know he'll probably appreciate it more than you. So okay. I had to do with with uh, with with winning. Against oh, corporate yeah. America. And you know there's nothing yeah. that makes me happier oh, than winning yeah. against corporate America. So I'll talk that. to him about this in just a little bit when my dad comes on. All right, Mom. Well, let's uh, let's get to our quote for today and let's wrap up this week. I am beat. I mean, You're I'm literally – it was Honestly, it was a tie. It was a, it was a terrible idea. Uh, Greg, who is the morning show host on 101.9, he is 
um, he it's my sister station. Um, he he has this, this he coined the term tired Tuesday because Monday, honestly, not that bad when it comes mm-hmm. to being tired. I don't know if it's because like you kind of rested up for the weekend or maybe you got some adrenaline going or whatever. But to us, always Tuesday morning is like the worst. We're at, and I've always said that Tuesday's always been worse than Mondays for me. Always, mm-hmm. always. Mm-hmm. Well, when you start your week on Wednesday, <laughs> Thursday is like atrocious. Like yes. it's like the worst thing. I, I've been so t- – I don't even know how I got through the radio show today. There's some oh. radio shows where I'm like, I don't know how I physically got through that show. Like I don't I, – I, I literally have to let go and let God sometime and just say like, I don't know the words that are going to come out of my mouth, but please let them be the right words because I just yes. don't know what I'm about to say right now. No. Uh, so I'm ready to wrap this week up. I'm sure everybody else is too. So let's get mm-hmm. to our quote for today. Okay. So it's it's a light one for Friday. It's from Jerry Seinfeld. I saw a study that said speaking in front of a crowd is considered the number one fear of the average person. Number two was death. This means to the average person, if you have to be at a funeral, you would rather be in the casket than doing the eulogy. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. What's the deal with dying? I can already hear it. I'd rather be in the casket. Um, yeah, some people, I mean, I, I do not like to do public speaking. My comfort mm-hmm. zone is behind a microphone with nobody else in the room. I got to be honest, like the way that Jess and I have our situation in the radio studio. So mm-hmm. we don't sit in the same studio, which was at first set up because of COVID. Right. And we, uh, we, we really fought it hard at first. We were like, we can't do a show from different rooms and there's, <laughs> there's glass in between us. So we, we can still see each other, right? Like we can still look at each other, but we just don't. We're just not in the same room. And then like when COVID um, when, when COVID protocol started to loosen up a little bit, we literally were like, no, we don't want to go back. The engineer was like, okay, you guys are good. We'll, we'll break down the studio. <laughs> we're like, we really kind of like having our own separate space. I don't know what it is, but I perform and I consider like the radio show performance in a sense, but I sure. perform so much better when nobody else is in the room. And I don't know why that is. I can't figure out what's cause of that. But you would think, because everyone's like, oh man, how can you be an introvert? Like, how can you get up on stage? I can, you know, I can I can talk in front of a mic and I literally do talk in front of a mic almost all day now. Right. Uh, but I, you put me in front of a crowd and it's over. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. still hate public speaking. I still mm-hmm. get nervous. Well, how about you? Because I mean, that's what you did for so long. Like you were, you know, you were a deacon in the church. And so you mm-hmm. were in front of, and not only that, but you were the CEO of the company. So I feel mm-hmm. like you always were giving speeches and, you know, mm-hmm. accepting checks and things mm-hmm. like that. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you always have a little bit of fear. Uh, you know, obviously the larger the audience, the greater the fear. Right. Um, but yeah, I was always a little bit fearful. I think yeah. I think that's just natural, and that reminded me because you know I'm doing um, I'm doing Joel's sermon for his his funeral at the end of January, and I do have some angst around that. I mean, it seems a little monumental to me right now, but um, I'll get through it. I'll be able to do it, and um, yeah. That's my mom's friend who passed away probably six months ago. We knew her podcast. Why do, why is that one different to you? Because I feel like how many funerals do you think you've done in your lifetime. Oh, where I've been, where I've had to do the sermon. No, yeah. only about three. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I didn't realize that. And, you know, this is such a monumental person in my life. And um, there'll be so many people there that know and love him, that I know and love, that I haven't seen in a long time. 
Yeah. So I'm expecting it to be, you know, rather emotional, but um, sure. the good news is I only have to be the preacher. I don't have to do the other liturgical duties of a deacon that day. Um, so, liturgical? What does that mean? Liturgical? Mm-hmm. Anybody understand that, that term? <laughs> liturgical. So, you know, the deacon has certain roles and, and services that they do, and um, so I, I will not be doing those roles. You know, leading prayers or preparing communion or um, tending to the bishop. They, they have a deacon. and Liturgical. Their deacon well, means having to do with the liturgy, the service. What's a liturgy? <laughs> Just, you got to break this down. Like, you can't the be using words like that. Nobody, ser- nobody gets it. It's a form of the service. It's the service. Just be like, I got to talk on the stage, on the church stage. Mm-hmm. And we'll be like, okay, got it. Like now, now we get it. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, the liturgy uh, is the service, the church service. Yeah, so you got to stand so, on the church stage and talk. You got it. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> all right, my dad's up in a couple seconds. My dad's up in a couple I haven't been in church in so many years, as you can tell. Um, dad's up in a couple seconds. Uh, Mom, we're going to talk about my testicles for a couple seconds, and then we're going to move on. Okay. I, I had so many comments and text messages about uh, these commercials. And uh, Mom, on a 1 to 10 scale, how awkward is it for you when we talk about Manscaped? Is it bad? Oh, no, it's not bad. Oh, I mean, y'all, y'all she's, she saw this test, these testicles for many years. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, not lately. Don't, don't start that rumor. <laughs> uh-uh. We're one of those no. kind of families. No, you ever, no. You ever been to somebody's house before that's like naked around their family members and it's like the weirdest thing in the whole entire world? I'm like, what? I had a buddy you know one time. You know how much like, flack you got for just not having your shirt oh, on? Oh, God, I know. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> one time, yeah, in case you missed that, like we posted a oh, picture on Instagram. I was sitting on the couch without a shirt on my head. I was like, oh my God. Oh, it's so weird. I'm like, all right. Anyway, uh, my, uh, my testicles. Uh, we're, we're talking about Manscaped. And Manscaped is uh, the uh, 4 million men have used Manscaped. And hopefully that your husband or your boyfriend is going to be one of these or, or for our guys. We need, we need like a, a term for the guys that listen to this podcast. because It's a smaller group. Like hmm. this, this podcast is about 90% female listenership and about 10% males. But I feel like those 10% need like a certain name, like a certain group. So if any of the guys have an idea, let me know. Uh, anyway, Manscaped has the tools guaranteed to win this year's stocking stuff or a white elephant competition. Uh, Manscaped is the leader in men's below the waist grooming and they have been served more than 4 million men worldwide. And by math is correct, that's about 8 million balls. So get about 20, <laughs> get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. I've really honestly, like I, I've shared that I, and if you do follow me on Instagram, uh, you'll see that I am a, a rather hairy fellow. So I really have, I mean, probably since, oh God, since I got out of college, maybe I've, I've had to worry about like, you know, trimming up. And I think that most guys need to probably spend more time worried about it. So the performance package 4.0 is, should be at the top of every man's wish list this year. Inside of it, you get the lawnmower body trimmer and it's the best trimmer on the market for your balls, your butt and your body. Uh, the weed whacker is the ear and the nose hair trimmer. All this is great. <laughs> you think that's funny, Mom? I love the names. Yeah, yeah it's good, right? Yeah. Let's not forget about their uh, their liquid form uh, formulations. They've got the the crop preserver, which is the ball <laughs> deodorant, okay, and the crop reviver, which is the ball toner. Makes it look good, right? <laughs> it is going to maximize your ball hygiene routine, Mom. You didn't realize when you were doing what? What's that word you use on the church stage? You'd be talking about balls one day, but here we are. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we don't have a liturgy for balls. <laughs> you can't say balls. Only I can say balls. It doesn't. Sound, it sounds okay. weird when you say balls. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, uh, seriously, the, you know, Manscaped, and I, and I was I was sharing this with you in, in uh, just, just oh some gosh. transparency, is that uh, I really do enjoy it. I, I think it really is a great tool for hair trimming up, but they are, you know, they're kind of testing our podcast out right now. So this in, this pot, if this sounds of interest to you, I hope that you'll go check it out for you or your man uh, for the holiday season. 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Uh, the promo code is... Kramer 20. You can be the ballsiest gift giver this year with Manscaped. <laughs> also, <laughs> I was like, I don't know how this is going to go, my mom, but we're going to have to see if uh, how it's going to work. Uh, but she loves it. She's a fan. Um, all right. Also, the podcast today is brought to you by Mac Weldon Clothing. <laughs> Mac Weldon's great. Uh, the holiday season is here, and it comes with the yearly question of what do I wear to a non-ugly Christmas sweater party or holiday party, right? Mm-hmm. Um, especially for guys. Like we – I I don't know. I probably dress way too young, but I don't feel like a lot of guys get fashion uh, Mac Weldon can like clean up your man's wardrobe this holiday season from, uh, from the, uh, top notch tops, best selling bottoms, underwear and accessories. Uh, I think that you'll really be able to find something that your man will enjoy. I think this is great for dads too. There's a lot of great dad gifts in here. Slippers are great. I've got their slippers. They're really good. Cause I bought some cheap slippers one time and they fell apart in like a couple of days. Honestly, they weren't made, but these, these Mack Weldon ones that I have are super nice. They're uh, the Mack Weldon Ace Collection is uh, I guess what a lot of people will talk about. And it's the sweatpants and the sweatshirts that are super comfortable. Great for your husband. Great for your dad. Any man, this holiday season should get a gift from Mack Weldon when it comes to clothing. Uh, they're warm knit collections, really warm. That's the ones I took to New York. And again, they were like, they're warm, but breathable. So, uh, 20% off your first order, MacWeldon.com slash Kramer. Enter the promo code Kramer. That's MacWeldon.com slash Kramer. Promo code is Kramer for 20% off. Mack Weldon, get it right this holiday season. All right, my dad's up in a couple seconds. Let's all just take a deep breath because you know uh-huh. it's, it's our last moment of silence before um, <laughs> he comes on here. Um, today is going to be the last day to vote for Podcast Magazine. Our buddy Dante, I spent some time last night double checking to make sure this worked. Our buddy Dante, he's some kind of computer hacker or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> he's a genius. He is. I mean, he figured out a way to where now, because honestly, the most annoying part of voting every day for Certified Mama's Boy in Podcast Magazine was having to type in Certified Mama's Boy and then the host, Steve Kramer and Nancy Yancey, right? But he found a way now where you click on this link. Uh, and it's on the certified fans page right now. It's also when you text the word vote V O T E to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight. Um, he, it's a, a, a super simple. It's like one click. And if you're on your iPhone, like you can click it. And I don't know if Android's the same way you click the link. Like my, my browser automatically fills in my name, my email address. And then Dante's form already fills out the rest of it. So it literally takes two seconds to do it so if you don't mind voting for us let's try to get us back i think we're number four last month let's try to get us back to number two number three uh by texting the word vote v-o-t-e to 888 kramer 8 that'd be freaking awesome so thank you for that also certified fan of the day which is uh certified fans are people that can support our podcast you can just text the word fans f-a-n-s f-a-n-s to 888 kramer 8 uh when you we have somebody new that joins you get a whoop whoop on the podcast when we don't we go back and we think somebody's been here before. Uh, we have no one new today, but that can change by Monday. It'll be cool if we come back and there's somebody new for us to shout out. So hopefully, if you've been considering it, you'll do it. Because next week, Mom's our last week. You realize that, right? I do. Yeah. Oh, so you'll have is- to retrain me. 
I know. Coming back. Mm-hmm. So just FYI, some housekeeping stuff. We um, we will not be back. So next week we got a full week, right? All full uh, five new shows. And then we're going to be off the 20th through the 31st. We'll be back with a new show on January the 3rd. We're back just a normal, good old certified mama's boy <laughs> uh, when we get back. So that'll be good. All right, so since we have nobody new today, we go back. We think somebody's been here before with our 410 certified fans. Mm-hmm. And uh, today, our certified fan is going to be, as I spin the wheel. Uh, 248. 248. Certified fan number 248. So today, I should make this clear. Would you guys like it? And give me some feedback. Text me some feedback on this. Would you like it where we just pick the person beforehand? Like I'll go ahead and spin the wheel and then we'll just have the person ready to go. Because this is get annoying when I'm like, okay, let me say, let me scroll through my list. Let me pull it up. <laughs> I just feel like this part kind of drags sometimes. Uh, so text me 888-Kramer8 which is really also a stall tactic I just used. You didn't even realize mm-hmm. it. Uh, Haiti P. Haiti P Ooh. from San Diego. Certified fan number 248. Spell her name for me. H-A-I-D-D-E. Haiti. I'm guessing it's Haiti. Okay. Haiti P. Okay. We are so thankful for her. Uh, Haiti P has been a certified fan since uh, July of 2020. ADP, we uh, we really appreciate you. Thank you so much for being a part of our podcast and supporting Me our show. Too. Um, you know, now four hundred and was this four hundred nine episodes? I think. So thank you for doing that. Really appreciate it, Mom. Give her a bonus whoop whoop. She deserves it. Okay, whoop 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 to Haiti P. Thank you so much for your faithfulness for so long. And hop on our fan page. I don't think I've seen you there. I don't have either. So, um, <laughs> yeah, why don't you why don't you do that? Also, can you um, can we get one new person to join over the weekend? If you love the podcast oh, yeah, and want to support us, text the word fans F A N S eight 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 Kramer eight. All right, mom. Well, wish me luck with this. <laughs> I always do, honey. All right. Here we go. That's it for you for the week. Have a good okay. weekend. Okay. You All too, right. darling. Love you forever. Love Come you. On. Well. I guess no I'm song. just going to Jimmy Mac. Woo! Jimmy. Cold Jimmy Mac. And all right, coming back. Coming back now, baby. Jimmy. Woo! Right. Yeah. Oh, boy. Jimmy Mac is back. Well, what was, the, what was all the drama last week, then? Jimmy Mac is back. What, well, why? Why, why? Why even take it away last week? Well, you know, I'm just, you know, wasn't feeling like people cared about it anymore. You know, and I just thought, might as well, if they don't care, I might as well yeah. hang it up. But we had 18, we had one post with 18 comments. That'd be 19. Remember I said, if I got 20, yeah, I'd do yeah. it. And then, then Rick back. Caldwell called me, that made 20. Okay. If anybody wonders where I get my attention neediness from, I think I've, I've figured out <laughs> it's from Jimmy. Oh, <laughs> Jimmy Mac. When are you coming back? I always wonder. I remember one time I was in acting class. This is back when I used to do acting when I was a kid. And I remember people were like, where do you get like your, your, you know, your, your, your flair of the dramatics from? And I'm like, Jimmy. <laughs> 
There it is. I found it. Took me a couple of years, but I think I finally realized where it comes from. <laughs> uh, I saved my uh, my little victory for you because I wanted to share oh, this with you. My dad loves when uh, we win against corporate America, right? Yeah. So uh, I was telling you last week that I had bought this video game from GameStop, right? And mm-hmm. the uh, the the next day it went on sale. And so I e- I just went through a little chat on the website and I said, hey, listen, you're, the game went on sale. You, you know, bought it yesterday. Game went on sale. Can you price match it? They sent a message back. They said, sure, no problem. Send me the order number. I sent it back. They sent it back. And somebody else, because it was like multiple people talking on one chain. They were, oh, sorry, we can't price match it because uh, you already have the product. And I was like, what do you mean? Like The person <laughs> already told me they were going to do it. You can't now tell me you're not going to do it. So I, I responded. I was like, listen, like, I'm not the one. I'm not the one like, like, uh, you know, you said you were going to do it. Like I'm expecting you to do it now. And this would be stupid for you not to every other store price match up to a certain amount of days. If, if the price changes. Right. So, uh, they didn't respond after two messages back. They didn't respond. I said, all right, well, here it comes. The Jimmy Mac special Send an email. <laughs> I Google the CEO's name, Send an email about an hour and a half later. I get an email or actually I get a email or a phone call. I get an email from somebody in their corporate office. And they said, can you tell me what happened so we can understand? I said, listen, you guys owe me, you know, it was $15 price difference. It's $15 by the way, but at this point it's principle. <laughs> it's principle, right? Like right. you said, you're going to do it. You're going to do it. So, um, and they were like, Oh, okay, no problem. Sorry for the confusion. Here's a, here's the, uh, they said, how much do you think, how much they're like, we didn't see an actual price on here. How much do you think that you were owed? And I said, I said, $15. And they said, all right, here's $15. And I said, I won. I won. <laughs> you did. I won. So you I did. Felt, that was uh, a good one. That was a really I, good I, one. I'm telling you, this trick of it, and like I can't imagine these poor CEOs don't want to no. deal with this. You yeah, know? No, no. Well, yeah, some do and some don't, but most people aren't going to do that, Steven. That's so they saying. don't even know they're what's not. happening. Yeah, they're yeah, not. They're people, I'm people aren't going to do it. We've people had people from this podcast, so many people from this podcast. The only person I think. I had a friend reach out that listens to the podcast one time. I think there was something with an airline issue and she tried to do the trick, but everyone else who has tried to email the CEO trick, I swear to you gets, gets the job done. So keep us posted on your stories. That's a little Jimmy Mac special is just go straight to the top. Don't give it. Don't ask people yep. that can't, you know, can't do anything about it. Any kind <laughs> of question. No authority. Don't waste your time. Right. Go straight to and the remember top. you're the customer and the customer is always right. So there you go. How was your week? I heard there we uh, there's a gas leak in the basement where I live, so that's um that's concerning. <laughs> well, we're, yeah, we're gonna wait. We, well, I started to wait. I wasn't gonna have it fixed. I said, well, Stephen will let us know if there really is because if you don't wake up, <laughs> if if you don't wake up, then. Uh, but yeah, no, it's not. That was your mother over over doing it, you know. Okay, so so no gas leak. That's good. Any any of the big big stories from Jimmy Max week? It's pretty slow. I think you know. Sometimes let me think. Let me think. Uh, uh, you know, I just brought those guys back out there to to put on the one thing that they didn't put on the first time. Same thing with the gas tank. Yeah, no, okay. Well, the water tank. Excuse me. Okay. And but I call. I didn't realize it was his father. Was the man the owner? Oh God. <laughs> and I said, "Don't send me that same little kid." Uh, the guy was only twenty four. We found out. Did you say said, that's my son? I, huh? Did you say that that's my son? No, but uh, the guy came out today. Said it was. <laughs> oh God! And he couldn't even turn around before they left and look to see if they put that expansion tank on. So I told him, I said, "Look, trust is something you earn." I said, and he lost it. So I don't want him. I don't want to see his face again. 
<laughs> that's a good that's a good Jimmy Mack line. He gets a little dramatic with the uh, customer service. Yeah, so. It's bad though when that's that's about as Dawsonville, Georgia as it gets though. Like you call, like I need to speak to the your manager, and the manager's the damn dad. You know, it's, <laughs> I know it. I know uh, it. I think I'm. Old, I, I think next time we have to meet, I'm say, would you please sleep here tonight? I said, I, I think you're gonna. I mean, it'd be a lot closer. It'd be a lot closer if you just sleep here. <laughs> sleep in the basement with a possible gas leak, and then we'll see how it goes. You know? if, you, if you survive the night, then um, maybe we'll do it. All right, let's re- let's review the news and wrap this All week right. up. So, uh, my okay. dad is a big fan of cable news, and so we uh, we don't always stick to that. It's uh, it's been a heavy news week. I feel like it has been, but I don't even know why. Uh, it's been like a busy news week. All this Omicron stuff. We we we, we kind of stay away from it. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll see some of the lighter stuff. And my dad. Yeah, like uh, yeah, lighter stuff like you know? cats and and women and breastfeeding. Yeah. yeah. Well, I do. I do. I always try to put an Atlanta or a Georgia story in there because I always like to get your take. My dad, in case you don't know, lives in in Georgia. So, uh, all right, let's start with uh, Forbes came out with the the world's 100 most powerful women. Did you see the story, Dad? You know, uh, seems like I've seen it, but it was it's it's been a while, so maybe it's not the same story. Any idea of who the top three most powerful women in the world might be? I, I should know that, of course. Oh, I, okay. Here we go. Let's see. Uh, that would be Obama. Be one of the three. Uh, no. What? Okay. Well, Merkel would have been. Merkel over in over nope. in Germany. No, nope. not top wow. three. Yeah. You you talking about the world? Yeah, I'm talking about the whole entire world. This world, this planet we're on. <laughs> yes, this planet right. we're on. Well, you, I, the the way they're going up so much, you have to start saying that. All right, I'll uh, give you. A, I'll give you a clue. Um, right. Clue is uh, she's I think the richest woman. In America, and probably oh, yeah. actually in anywhere. Well, oh, anywhere. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, what's her name? Uh, got a divorce, right? Yeah, uh, yep. yeah. Mackenzie yeah. Scott. Uh, Mackenzie Scott is uh, the number one most powerful woman in uh, in the world. They because say she has that money. You know, that's the yep. money. Well, yeah, she can do whatever she wants. You know, Jesus. Uh, number two is uh, Kamala Harris. Vice well, President. See, I have Kamala never Harris. seen her on the list, so that's interesting. Uh, obviously, I know why, but I don't think she has that power, although she's got that title. Uh, maybe later, I would, but I would say though, but like as uh, the only female vice president, you know, yeah. that's uh, oh, yeah. that's pretty that's a big deal. You know, I think he's got a tight rein on her right now, so I don't think she's uh, as powerful as she could be. Uh, number and maybe you know this name. Maybe I don't. I'm just not. It's not it's like ring a bell with me. Uh, Christine Lagarde. Hmm. That's not ringing a bell. I should. Is that a sports figure? I don't know. Let me let me look this Born, up. Uh, porn figure, don't you know? No, <laughs> I said a sports figure. <laughs> oh. um, she is. Um, uh, she's a French politician and lawyer who is the current president of the European Central Bank. Oh wow! Yeah, so be, she is yeah, considered the number. Powerful. The number three most uh, powerful woman in the country. Other people that made the list: uh, Reese Witherspoon. Actually, Oprah Winfrey was on the list. Um, Still? She wow. is. She's 23. She's 23. Um, Reese Witherspoon, 74. Rihanna, 68. Uh, Beyonce, 76. Um, Beyonce, 76? 76. And Taylor Come Swift on. is Well, I'm 73. So, yeah. I guess. No, she's not that old. That's her number. That's where she oh. is on the list. <laughs> <laughs> This is a bad day, buddy. I didn't get much sleep. <laughs> I see that. Uh, all right. Story number two that we'll go to today. Michael Strahan was supposed to go to space. You see this? Yeah, I did. I've been following it a little bit. 
What what'd you think about this? He was supposed to, and now he's not, but he's going to go tomorrow. He, uh, I guess there was some kind of issue, some high winds have launched. Why in the world do you think Michael Strahan was picked to go to space? Because he works for ABC, and they're getting all kind of damn press. Oh, so you he think works. ABC like paid like like to like because it's expensive, right? How much we say it was like twenty five million or something to go into space? Well, we don't know the transaction. Think about it. Just to let him go up free, I mean, I mean they they've had him on uh, several days talking about it already. Oh, so you think you think Bezos is over here being yeah. like, hey, he's like, a smart guy. He's got yeah, pre- he's got that one of the largest you know networks that is following yeah. him every day during training. That's true. That's true. Yeah, That's I think so. I mean, it's something I could think of. It just seemed random. And I heard that. I mean, I, I, I don't like I know. him. I like Michael Strahan, but I'm just well, like, it's a random person. Everyone that's exactly, gone so far has been like super exactly, rich. Exactly. You know, but I saw him, you know, I saw him talking about it one morning on his show. He wasn't there, of course. He was training. He's been training all week yeah. out in the desert somewhere. So, yeah. I, so I think it's ABC because every day they're talking, you know, you spend 15, 30 minutes on it. Right, 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 right. Just to hype it up. Uh, okay, last story is uh, the the most fun city in America list just came out. Wallet Hub oh, just released boy. it. Uh, they compared 182 cities and found on 65 metrics, uh, three key areas like entertainment, recreation, nightlife, parties, and cost. Taking the top spot, that is where the most fun. And we're talking about entertainment, recreation, nightlife, parties, and cost to be the you know some of the main things. Las Vegas. Las Vegas, Nevada, number one. Number two? Number two will be New York. Not New York. Orlando, number (laughs) two. Uh, Number three? New York. Atlanta, Georgia. Wow. We're on every list you do, Stephen. I love that. You guys better move here. Everybody better (laughs) move here and and get Kramer to move here, and this, this place will be rocking. (laughs) <laughs> top 10 uh wait a minute i want to say one more thing uh, okay you fans how smart is kramer he moved away from atlanta and he went to everywhere he's been to uh where'd you go you went to uh where you uh, went to tampa, tampa panama city phoenix san diego phoenix. and now he's in where baltimore maryland be more how yep. smart is kramer this is a party city. So come on, everybody. Move in. Let's go. Uh, next on the list, Miami. Number four. Number five is New Orleans. Number six, San Francisco. Number seven is Austin. Number eight, Chicago. Number nine, Honolulu. The number 10 city is New York. Where's New York. where's more on that list? Is it, not, not top 10. Not top 10. <laughs> I thought um, that's where you moved there. <laughs> the party. Uh, least, the top five least fun cities in America. Uh, uh, let's do the top three. Uh, Oxnard, California is number three. Number two is Brownsville, Texas. The number one least fun city in America is Pearl City, Hawaii. So uh, I don't, I've never funny. been there. You know, I mean, you would think anywhere in Hawaii would be pretty fun, but uh, yeah, you think so. It's, it's going to be on the it. beach. I would think close to it. Yeah, think. Well, thanks for bringing the song back. I know people were concerned. I think that made yeah. a lot of people's day. So, all right. Thanks for Eric. Thanks for everybody's little comments. They were real, real nice, real, yeah. real, real nice, and appreciated. And uh, we'll see you back here next week. All right. Let's do it. All right. Love you. Love you.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The number one question on the certified fans page that I saw today was who was I in New York with? And uh, it is causing quite the stir. And I really like all of the predictions and guesses. I feel like it has started a witch hunt. Um, and the answer is I'm uh, the world's longest, most long distance Tinder date. No. Uh, the answer is I was uh, there with my uh, ex-wife. We were trying to reconvene things. <laughs> no, that's not true either. Uh, truth is, I was there to uh, uh, start a uh, my Broadway my Broadway career. So I'll leave it up to a mystery. Okay. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. See you back here on Monday. Okay. Bye. Hey, it's Dante calling from San Diego. I'm calling about the vacation Bruner asked my mom. There's a lot of defense for the wife, so I'll chime in on the other side. I think it's one thing to check your emails on vacation, but it's another thing to spend the very first night and part of the next day of vacation doing work. Like, what kind of tone does that set that work supersedes your time together, right? Um, my perspective is that this is your hard-earned vacation time, and in the big picture, there is very little work that is so critical that needs to be handled immediately. Both my parents worked a lot, and for whatever reason, I distinctly remember this one time my mom spent the entire day working in the hotel room and missed Disneyland with the family. At that time, I wasn't upset, but retrospectively, I do wonder, like, was it worth it? Um, I also don't think it's right to hold the breadwinner thing over one another. That's something you both agreed to in your relationship. And would you really have responded differently if both of you were equal breadwinners? I don't think the husband was completely wrong and you weren't completely right. The truth is always somewhere in between. Just something to think about. Love you forever. Hey, Kramer. It's Marcy from Georgia. I'm calling about Ask My Mom About the Christmas Tree. Oh, my heart just sank when she said they looked so disappointed and said, didn't we do a good job? Honestly, I feel like she should go to them and say, you know what? Mommy made a mistake. I thought the tree would look better this way, but I now see that it was better when we all decorated it together and redecorate that tree. And when your family comes over, you point out to everyone, look at how wonderful our tree looks. The kids helped us this year. And I couldn't be more proud of this family effort to decorate this tree. I think it's great when parents can say, you know what, I made a mistake. Let's fix this together. And I'm sorry that I redecorated the tree without you. Have a great day. Love you forever. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. 
Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.